0: to the Loose Forward podcast. I'm Andy and I'm Callum and we're all about rugby league. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Are you okay? Very well,
1: are you? Yes. What's been happening in the last week in Callum's world?
0: Um I had an offer accepted on an house. Did you?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Cuz I know you've struggled in with the others have not you where they've It's been a nars. Wanted, like, a asking price and everything. If
0: this goes through, I'm never leaving this house. Because I am not going through all this again. I just cannot be bothered.
1: <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's a little bit difficult these days, isn't it? Mm. Um, Did you win anything at Cheltenham to put towards said new house?
0: Y- no. You
1: know, we lost badly, didn't we? Yeah. That was bad. Um... United are out of the Euro, the Champions League. Was that the week before or was that last week?
0: Last week, I think. Yeah,
1: seems a long time ago, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. And I can't really think of anything else, except that you defied injury this week, didn't you, with a bad shoulder to lead your team uh, to an 18-16 victory, was it?
0: Yes, it was, yeah. Well done. in A
1: a local, local grudge diving. match, yeah.
0: Well, it was. The first time the, the clubs have played each other in about 10 years or something. Well done. He's never been in the same league, so...
1: And you come out on top.
0: Just, yeah. Brilliant. We made it hard work, but yeah.
1: Yeah, um, there's a few things that have been hard work in Rugby League for a few teams this week, I think, as well. Which yeah. we're going to come on to tonight, aren't we? Yeah, strange round, so, wasn't it? It was. Well, have we got, uh, what have we got planned for tonight? Well, it's action-packed.
0: It is a bit action-packed, Um We've obviously got the review of round six in Super League. Uh, Bobby will be on with his stats. Um, Been asked a a couple of interesting questions as well, haven't we? Uh, The red corner's back this week. Can't wait for that. I've missed the red corner.
1: I've missed angry Callum.
0: Always angry. I know, but I've missed angry Rugby League Callum. Right. Fair enough. Um, NRL. Quickly run through them scores yep uh, we've also got Eddie back on from uh, Lot 17A our uh, recent Leeds fan
1: well we were potentially going to talk to Grey about Saints or we were going to talk to Loose Wire about Warrington this week weren't we mm, but, but then some,
0: some breaking news has yeah. tipped it towards another Leeds segment we're like
1: uh, Sky Sports aren't we we only
0: feature <laughs> Leeds <laughs> Um, and then after that, obviously, Bri will be on with um, how the latest round of the Prediction League went, and yep. a, um, a quick Challenge Cup preview, and then we are gone.
1: Yes. Excellent. So it is action-packed. It's quite a lot on tonight, isn't there? Mm. Sounds good. Um, Shall we start with uh, the uh, review, then, of round six?
0: Yes, and I think there's only one place to start, really, and that is the question that we have asked every single week um, so far this season of will Toulouse win a game, and they have, and it's come against the most unlikely opponents in St. Ellen's, um, 22-20 to Toulouse. Yeah, uh, well, they got off to a great start, didn't they, because they
1: scored in the first minute, and that gives them, A, something to defend... Mm. and B, um, real hope. Yeah. Particularly when they get the second try, because they, once they're into double figures, they do, they're in a territory that nobody else has done this season against Saints. No, that's so, true. They have been building steadily, particularly at home. Mm-hmm. I think they've only really been walloped by... Was it, was it Wakefield? it no, I can't it
0: yeah. Round, yeah.
1: And they've been building steadily since then. So... Um, you would have thought though, I mean, Saints had players, and we mentioned it last week, they had players out, Mm. but we did say, didn't we, that they wouldn't have it all their own way.
0: We did say that, uh, and even though, you know, they have had a a few injuries in this one, uh, Wormsley, Matauti, a bachelor, I think the biggest of the lot, the, the, the players that they were bringing in and the squad that they've got should have still been enough. And I still believe that should have still been enough to to come away with the two points in the South of France. So
1: definitely, I mean, particularly when you think that when Lussac went over for his try, that put that put Saints twenty twelve up with what ten minutes to go. They were still twenty twelve up, weren't they? Mm. Um, and you'd think that would have been more than enough. But uh, you know, you've got to give tons of credit to Toulouse to keep banging on the, the door. The, and the keep last going. pass,
0: the the pass from Gigo for the last try, the rainbow pass was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. So. No, they do, You know, they deserved deserved it, and they've uh, deserved a win. So, really well done to them. Yeah, um, Saints defense
1: not at its usual uh, usual high standards. I didn't think in this game.
0: No, and you know, when you you've had they've had the same starting lineup for the first five rounds, so mm. a couple of reshuffles and stuff, and it's not really an excuse, but. Um. They should have still won, but maybe it was just a, a mentality thing. And then I'm going into the game with the wrong mentality. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe,
1: maybe so. Where does that leave Toulouse? Don't
0: say bottom. <laughs> um, it i it gives them the best possible building base to start from. Really beating the three-time champions and, and the confidence that they must be getting from them. From from that win um, is incredible, really, so... Bearing in mind the results
1: in the first five rounds, but how they've improved steadily, mm. yeah, um, are they still your odds-on favourite to go down, bearing in mind everything else that you've seen off everyone else so far?
0: Um, unfortunately, yes, I think so. Um, but no doubt they'll give it a red-hot crack. Yeah. You know, so... Um, I, I could see it being similar to sort of uh, London a couple of years ago. Mm, yeah, when they people got
1: when people said, "Well, they didn't quite deserve to go down." Mm. In the end, they did because they didn't get enough points.
0: But, <laughs> well, yeah, but I you know, but I, know it, but, I can, yeah. it, I can see where people are yeah. coming from with it. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see it being like that. Yeah, um, they've just got to just go out there and, and mm. give it absolutely everything for eighteen minutes every game. They go out into so yeah. Just, just. Uh, I mean, it'd be great if they stayed up. I just can't see it. Just can't see it. Because if you look at the teams that are around them now, Castleford, Leeds, Leeds. Um, Wakefield, probably the next closest you, after you'd that. You'd
1: expect them to improve yeah. and pick up more points. Mm. Out of those, if not to lose, who would you be most worried about out of those teams?
0: Oh, I mean, it's it's still early on, isn't it? Mm. At the minute, Castleford don't look good.
1: No, I, I would have have Castleford out of those, mm. those three, I suppose. But yeah, Wakefield right.
0: are just sort of plucky, I think, and I think they'll have enough to to stay up.
1: Well, shall we stay on Wakefield because yes. they were more than plucky on Saturday?
0: They give it. A, they just when I when I say plucky, I mean they just give it a go every week, don't they?
1: Inventive, yeah. They're they're good on attack. Um, if they've got a short fall, it's probably defensively in games, mm. but um, they might score enough tries and enough points, as you say, just to just to pull themselves away from any danger. Yeah, um, Which they scored 38 of them on Saturday at Warrington, in reply to the home side's 22.
0: Mm. I just thought, I mean, Wakefield were, were excellent, and like you say, really invented and scored some really good tries, but... Uh, defense from Warrington was absolutely atrocious. I was
1: going to ask you about this about what happened to them in the second half because um I think it was 18 all at half time because Warrington you got a try. right on half time didn't they and was it would, Walker. Yeah, it was. and you would think, yeah, it was Walker. Yeah, and you would you would think at 18 all that Warrington then would have the the opportunity then to push on, mm. and especially having that boost of of going in level when they probably didn't deserve to at half time, mm. you think actually, well, we've come over the worst. We can't really be much worse. So I'd expect you know I'd expect us to to push on. And I think that was, would have been the message that they would have been sending at half time, and it just didn't work out that way, did it? it just didn't happen, did it? No, I mean the the last two tries were were quite similar. The Mason the Mason mm. Lionel
0: try, yeah. Brilliant step. Yeah, one and then another, and yeah, just yeah. danced his way, literally danced his way to the line. And so. then
1: repeated um, in the last try. Uh,
0: uh, in Escaray. In Escaray, yeah,
1: by um, a pretty much the same sort of try.
0: Yeah, two really good tries. Um, and just, like you say, just the defence just wasn't there. And I mean, I'm happy for Wakefield, I, I quite like the squad that they've got, and... Um, I like Willie Poaching as well, so yeah, I'm glad they're picking up a couple of wins. So
1: the hall try was the highlight, I think. In that, well, he got the two dancing channels, but the hall try was excellent because the work from Tom Johnson in that, and then the offload again, yeah, as he did last week, yeah, uh, It was excellent. Just a point on this one, and and I'm not blaming anybody for this because it's it's the way that the deal is. I only switched on this at ha- just just before half time. Like it was Channel 4 game, wasn't it? Mm. I forgot it was on. Right. Because it's not been on yeah, for the last few weeks. And I'm not blaming anybody for that because they've got 10 games, two of which are playoff games, which means they've only got eight regular games in the season, which sort of averages out at, what, one every three weeks or something like that. Mm. But really impressive start to the coverage. Everyone's like flying high about Channel 4's coverage of rugby league. Again, I'm not. I'm not knocking the coverage. It's just the fact that is it my own fault forgetting it was on, but it's just that it's just. I know what you mean. You get you. So you know this. Well, it's Channelers Cup this week, so it's a bit different. But you know Super League round. There's a match. There's going to be a match on Thursday night in the Sky. Yeah, you know that. Mm-hmm. So you know Thursday night. Oh, he was on, and and I completely forgot because it was Saturday dinner, and I and I don't think reading reading some of the posts online that I'm the only one that did that.
0: Right. I mean yeah, I I I mean when Brian rang last week and he said it was on channel four, I didn't know it was on channel four. Mm. Um it's quite a surprise. Um I mean I and I don't watch a lot of regular telly either.
1: Mm. Like I don't yeah, watch I know what you mean.
0: Channel four. Yeah where the advert's probably gonna be so except for
1: Hollyoak's you're a big fan, aren't you? No. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> It must be getting
0: mixed up. Yeah. Probably Bobby is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so I need to see mine online. I need to see ads online for it. And I'm not saying that they weren't there, I just didn't see any this week. But yeah. I know what you're saying. Um The viewing figures were well down as well. They were is it There's, about hundred and ninety eight thousand yeah. or something. Yeah. So
1: they they were well down as well. So I don't think that I'm the only one that um Forgot. forgot it was on, mm. and the weather was nice, and so people would have, might have gone out and things. Probably, like that, but
0: I, I do, I do think though, like you say, if it was a weekly thing, the figures would average, and it'd be higher than one ninety-eight. Yeah. So, because
1: I was looking at the figures for Premier Sport for the Championship, and they've they've declined a little bit as well over the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, I, I, I imagine that they expect them to decline a little bit because mm. people tune in to see what it's all about. Yeah,
1: and let's be honest, if you're looking at a Championship game, probably. Featherstone v Lee is probably a, a bigger attraction for Super League fans, if you like, more mm-hmm. than Barrow versus Witness that was on last night.
0: Is that what it was last night?
1: Yeah,
0: I thought it was Lee again. All oh, right, I was Halifax. Oh, Lee. sorry,
1: it was last week the Barrow, yeah, um, the Barrow Witness. Yeah, think. it was Halifax. Yeah, Halifax Lee. You're right, oh. but but Super League fans would have probably tuned into the Lee Featherstone one because mm. well, actually, this is this is one of these might go up next year. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. But I, I, just a little point about it, really. Yeah. We're there. Um, Warrington, um, slide or yeah. need to start winning again, don't they?
0: Yeah. I can't remember the last time they lost three in a row, is it now? Hmm. Not sure when the last time that was, uh, but yeah. We say it every week. They've not
1: improved under Powell. They've got De- worse. Desperately gone, need a win, don't they? Seems to have gone backwards, mm. but we keep saying it. Yeah. Um, and if, like I said, if we haven't I've had the the Richard uh, Agar news, it might well have been talking about Warrington and getting some more uh, inside news on that. So I'm sure we'll be doing that soon, won't we? Yeah. Um, uh, should, we go on, should we go on to Leeds then? Yes. Because they suffered their 50 feet in six games away at Salford 26-12. Mm.
0: Yeah, just... I mean, we said last week, didn't we, when we gave our prediction, we had leads by eight or ten or whatever it was and just didn't know why. Um, yeah. And yeah, this result just sort of backs it up, really. But Salford, um, Salford are, are, are going quite well and quite steady, and I, I think that they're probably going better than they thought themselves. Um, and they, they, I've said it before, I'll say it again, the tries that they score are brilliant. Their attacking flair is really, really good, and I, I really enjoy watching them. Yeah. Um,
1: good half-backs, good strike players. Yeah. 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 And they scored three tries in
0: 15 minutes in this game to to pull away. The Aitken try from Joe Burgess's quick tap was a particular highlight for me. Do you know what? I'm just glad he was allowed to do the quick tap. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why they don't let them do that more often, to be honest. Especially when it's a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time it's like, oh no, you know. Usually not, from not,
1: the not. twenty, they're all right. Yeah, but so what's the difference between that
0: and a quick tap penalty? There isn't one. No, there isn't one. You've got the mark. Yeah, tap it. Go. And I not. I had a look at it again. Because I wanted to see where the referee was. Because a lot of the time they go, no, I need to take my mark, sort of thing. He was about five yards in front, if I if that, was he at the he side. He was pretty yeah. much next to him. He was stood next to him. Yeah, so yeah. So good. just letting just what? There's no difference between that and a quick tap, no. uh, from a penalty. No, that's right. But you're um, right. That
1: was a good. That was uh, uh, a really good try. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um,
0: but Leeds are just poor. The the big sign is that they brought in Austin and Caesar just aren't clicking or just not. Just not happy or I don't know what, to be honest. I'm sure Eddie'll tell us more later on, but um did you see I can't remember who said it.
1: Somebody was was it J J B? No, I can't think who said it. There was somebody that said this week uh it was on the, who was the guest in the Super League show? Jordan Abdul. Yes, it was Jordan Abdul and he did you hear what he said about it? He said that um the problem that they've got, he thought they had was that um Caesar and Austin are both vying to be the main man, right? He said, and it's backfiring on them because what you need is a dominant half and then another one who brings something different. Yeah, he said, and they're trying to be both of them trying to do the same thing. He said, and it's just not working for them.
0: That's an interesting point because I've never really thought of that. I've never thought since he come over. Well, not since he come over, but last couple of years, I didn't think Austin would be bothered about that. He, he seems a bit more relaxed and off the cuff about it to me. Mm. Um, but you can't be the main man and then go and put in defensive efforts he's put in. No. Um but I think they they probably both want to go back home now as well, don't they? And I think they're fighting for for um an NRL contract again.
1: Which could explain which would yeah and Abdul's comment. Yeah. Although you would think, wouldn't you that actually it'd be a good match. I thought it would be at the start of the season because I would have thought that Caesar would be the kicker and the organiser, that type of thing. And that would allow Austin to be a little bit more off the cuff, a little bit more freedom.
0: Well, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. That's why I said Austin, you know, a bit yeah. more off the cuff and whatnot. And, and and as well, they've played together and been half-back pairings at the Raiders. Yeah.
1: So, not
0: quite sure there. Um,
1: I'm going to ask... I'm going to ask Eddie this in a little while, but and we'll see what he has to say, but in your opinion, does, um, does Sean Long need to go as well?
0: It's always it's always a funny one, isn't it, when a coach gets sacked and then they go, well, we'll just put the assistant in charge. It's like, well, are they not part of the problem? I think so. so unless
1: unless his voice is I mean, they're not, stifled.
0: Yeah, they're not going to sack JJB, are they? No. Um, and how much of an input he... Puts in, but I I thought that Sean Long was his main assistant, if you like, his right hand man. But he was a half-back. yeah. And, and then they've got they've got a and completely... not only he wasn't just an halfback, probably the best that Super League's seen, yeah. And I Great Britain's that, seen for a long, long time. I mean, that doesn't automatically make him a great coach. No, it doesn't. But
1: but you would think that they've got a completely misfiring halfback partnership, yeah. And they've got one of Super League's all-time great halves. Mm-hmm. Mm. On the coaching
0: staff. I mean, it's hard to know without being inside, isn't it? But Richard Agar doesn't seem like the kind of person who's going to stifle him. No. No. You to, think to the point be... where he might as well not be there.
1: Well, you'd think he'd be
0: taking more of the attack. Yeah. Of things. Yeah. But... Yeah. But I mean, when he's coming out with comments like "I'm not going to flog a dead horse," I'm at the point in my life where I'm not going to flog a dead horse and stuff. You're thinking mm. you're not going to be there long.
1: No. Allegri seemed to be the bright star for Leeds. He scored a, a, a try, a bit fortunate, I thought, with the, the, the try, mm. um, but um, off the mistake. I think it was from, was it from Lola here. I think, yeah, On mistake. Um, and then he had a he, he. You mentioned the Burgess try, and he was uh, the Burgess tap, mm. and he was the one that got back and tackled him, wasn't he? Yeah, the chase. So he yeah. was a bright spark. But um, Salford, do you just a, it's just an, an observation, really? Do you think everyone's got like a little bit of a soft spot for Salford?
0: Um, I'm sure there's some well, that will not, say no. Not the but... place. <laughs> I'm sure there's some that will say no, but, I mean, I don't mind them, and it's... And I don't want to be patronising to them and be like, oh, a little soft and ruffle their hair like that, but that's sort of what it's like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It is,
1: but that's what I mean by a soft spot, because people's soft spot... Like, for example, right? People haven't got a soft spot for... Um, Wigan, have they? No. If you're no. a Wigan fan, you're a Wigan fan out and
0: out. Everyone you, else hates you. Yeah. yeah. And that's the same with most of the big teams. Well, that's it, isn't it? If they were up there competing for trophies every single year, everybody would hate them.
1: That's what I'm saying. So do you think people have got a bit of a... Particularly when they've gone through owners, they've gone through a change of ground, they're going through another one, mm. they've, they've been pretty much skint, they've mm. had to sell the best players... Uh, and you know, and now they they fan led and things like that. I think you know, it's like I think, well done.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It is. Um, when you look at stuff like that, obviously on the pitch and things like that, I think people don't see them as a threat. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but like you say, if they were the one of the top top yeah. teams and challenging that. But yeah. but then when you look at what they've been through off the field, like you say, mm. under all the coup cash stuff and everything like that, Change yeah. of owners and change of grounds and now another change of grounds and yeah. yeah, and,
1: and you know, in, in the middle of all that, they reached the grand final, they reached the Challenge Cup final, and I think on those two days they had the support of the whole of the rugby league, really, didn't they? Exactly. So yeah. Exactly. Um Okay. Um Let's go to the team that, unless you support them, everybody hates, as we just said, <laughs> Wigan 32, Castleford 22.
0: Oh, Cass for straight, man. Cass are a strange team. They, they, it's like, they're just sort of like... It's as if they, they just love trying to come back from 20 points down mm. and then just don't do it.
1: I tell you what, I don't think... Um, They've got... I don't think they've got much discipline.
0: No. Nope.
1: Just generally the penalties that they give away. Yeah. Uh, I know they had a red card, didn't they, uh, Brad Martin? Uh,
0: Which I have no complaints about, no.
1: really, but... But again, just generally the, the complaints. Mm. Have you got a complaint about the other card?
0: Yeah, massively. We're
1: not going to talk too much about it, though, right now, are we? Um. Because...
0: No, I mean... It,
1: it's it, all part of your red corner,
0: isn't it? Yeah, but the, the, this incident... Ridiculous. It's just outrageous. I if, mean, he even knocks on, doesn't he?
2: So how can it be late
0: if you've knocked on? It can't be. But he hasn't been cited this week. He hasn't got any bans or anything. Surprised? But the video rests there and looking at it, so why is he not saying, that's nah, right? I don't know. And uh, But it all ties into what's coming up, I think, in the red corner. but
1: What I do think, though, as well, on the back of that decision, it was 10-6. Mm. When he comes back on the field, it's 22-6. Yeah. Game over.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and that's a
1: real game changer.
0: Yeah. It is. I mean, Jai Field was was electric again for, for Wigan. Um, and they, they definitely bounced back from um, a poor couple of weeks in France, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Cass are just odd at Fe- the minute for me. Field, like I said, electric, he's rapid, isn't he? He's just Oh yeah. Superb. Yeah.
1: He's having a real, real red uh, purple patch to the mm. start of the season.
0: Definitely, you know, in, And with Bevan French to come back as well, and they've got some um they've got some pace there, haven't they? They've definitely got some pace. Uh Paul Zach Hardake has been shunted out onto the wing, hasn't he? Yeah. So yeah, but... Uh, it just yeah. goes to show how much depth they've got in that particular position. And I think with people like Field, you know, they're the sort of people that you want to watch, aren't they?
1: They're mm. the sort of people that you think, you know, they get you on the edge of your seat, don't they? they yeah. Get you, you know, it's, um, you know, excellent. Yeah. Um, two more games to go. Uh, Catalan 18, Hull KR 10. Um, I haven't got too much to say about this one, to be honest. Neither it's...
0: have I. I think I've wrote one, two... Three, four, five, six words about
1: it. Uh, what I've got on it is that Catalans were pushed all the way by Hull KR, mm. and again we've just talked about Castleford Hull KR again. Their in discipline has cost them. They're both both teams only scored two tries. Yeah, yeah, but it's finished eighteen ten. Mm. So they've had you know they've had three penalties in that as well. Catalans to um, to see them off.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um... Okay, I seem to be, I don't know if they are, struck. maybe Maybe it's unfair to say, but they seem to be struggling with that pressure of uh, all the expectation that was put on them. Yeah, and I don't but think... Was that, that expectation justified? Do you know no, what I, mean? I don't think so. I think what they've done is overachieve
1: last season. Yeah. And then I think this is probably what they where they should be or what they're capable of doing. Yeah. Um, right now. Um, so I think in that sort of in that sense, then they just need to brush up on their discipline, I think, and they'll get a few more wins.
0: Yeah, I, I, Catalan is a hard place to travel to. Yeah, um, but they'll be disappointed with, um, like you say, the discipline. Um, somebody else that will be disappointed
1: with his discipline in was in the last game, wasn't it? Hull fourteen, Huddersfield six,
0: mm. and Hull stringing together. Uh, Few wins now, aren't they? good to see, I think, yeah, I good mean to say, I think I mean we'll we'll speak to Nicola
1: soon, won't we about hull but um uh and get the inside track on it, but Jake Connor's again at the
0: heart of everything that they do the
1: kick was excellent for
0: the first try,
1: yeah um again he's he's the he's the real linchpin isn't he
0: in it? I've just realized we were talking about the Salford game he lola here yeah. made a
1: mistake it was i i just, I've, just wrote that, I've wrote it down yeah, here for that. that's what i've just done I yeah. Can't, yeah yeah see i'd expect that off me but i'd expect you to pick me up on it really i forgot that's all right anyway so there was a lola here mistake yes
0: and was in, it was that the one Cervelli, In both games <laughs> <laughs> yeah both yeah he's had a shocker of a week yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's dropped one in this game, and we had him down for dropping one in a game that he didn't even play in. Yeah, that's a bad week, isn't it? <laughs>
0: yeah, um, <laughs> uh, talk to me about Will Price. That's just German suplexed him, and it? it was like something out of WWE. Yeah, um, I've no complaints whatsoever. Um... I've seen people call in for like 12 games and stuff. I'm not sure it should be 12 games. What do you think he'll get? In, I mean, he's been charged with grade F, which is eight plus, isn't it? So do you think he'll get the eight? At least the eight. It wouldn't surprise me if he did get 12 games, just yeah. with the way that the disciplinary has been this year. Yeah. Does he deserve that? No, I'm not sure. What, if his dad's on the panel? If his dad's on the panel, four. <laughs> yeah. Have one suspended. listen to Leon. <laughs> Suspended. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a fine.
1: I think, yeah, I think he's looking at eight there, I think. He's looking at at least eight
0: games, I think. It was just a horror tackle.
1: It was. I think what will go in his favour, that he's not done anything like that before. He's had a pretty good record. Mm. Um, he's young. I don't think he's a, a repeat offender. So that might, that, all that. I think should go in his favour. I think, but it was a it was a a shocker. Yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, remember the Alex McKinnon tackle mm. from from Newcastle Knights a few years ago, and it sort of you know visions of that go across your mind when you
0: see it, don't you? Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um, I've expected him to run out on Monday Night Raw. But, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah, but you're right about Hull. hold. Putting some wins together and up into the up into the top five, I think, or the sixth.
0: Uh, they are. They're up, they're up there anyway, aren't they? They are up there. Where are they? Fifth. Yeah, thought they were. Mm. Yeah,
1: because they've gone above Warrington, haven't they? They have. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's good. To, I mean, I think that's good to see.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. I think there's still probably one or two issues there, but I think it's good that they've. Diff- Strung a couple of wins together rather than win one, lose one. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, Yeah. Really good. It's Bobby's stats of the week. That's right. It's stats of the week time. And joining us on the phone, it's Bobby. Hello, Bobby. Hello. (laughs) Are
2: you okay? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Are you
1: excellent. Yes. And all the better for you for hearing your hello greeting.
2: Oh, that's nice, isn't it?
1: Do it again for us. Go on, one more tonight.
2: <laughs> Gotta feel pressured now. Hello.
1: Excellent. <laughs> that's the one. A double hello. A double hello, right. Right, Statman. How many have we got tonight?
2: Uh we have four. Okay. And let me tell you, I don't know why but this was by far the hardest week to prepare for.
1: Okay. Well, are you sort of building us up for the fact that your stats are going to be rubbish?
2: No, I've just, wherever I looked, wherever I did, honestly, I usually have loads to choose from, and I just pick out some of the best ones. But this week, I was was scraping. I managed to get about four, so I had to take them, yeah.
1: Okay, let's go then.
2: On the plus side, though. Go on. There's no NRL. No. Hey. <laughs>
1: All right. Stat number one.
2: Uh, stat number one is uh, Warrington Wolves have lost three games on the bounce for the first time since 2019. Uh, ironically, they actually started uh, their three losses in a row to a loss to Catalan's. Followed by St. Helens. However, it was actually Wigan who dealt their third and final blow this uh, in 2019, as opposed to Wakefield this time.
0: Okay. Well, that answers my question that I was saying earlier. Which was? I when was the last when time? When, you know. Yeah, when was the
1: last time they lost three in a row? Well, yeah. there you go. You Now you know. Mm. Every day's a school day. It is. A <laughs> it is. All right. Stat number two.
2: Uh, we're going to stick with the Warrington game because Wakefield have won back-to-back games against Warrington for the first time since 2009. Wakefield won home and away in the 0-9 season and they won their last meeting in in 2021 and their first meeting of the 2022 season.
0: Very good. Very good. Well done, Wakefield. Yes,
1: well done. Um, Let's go number three and see if he's looked any other games up.
2: (laughs) 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 <laughs> no, they're all they're all Wakefield and uh, Warrington. All right, number 3. <laughs> uh number 3, uh, Hull FC have won 4 of their first 6 games and currently sit 8 points in with 8 points in the table. This is their best start in about 5 years since 2017 when they won 5 of their first 6 games. Mm,
0: that's quite poor, isn't it? That This is the best because It's only
1: really two-thirds of them. Yeah. It's not like you're saying I've won six out of six or seven yeah. out of seven or something like that, is it? It's not great, is it? Mm. No, but again, positive for Hull. Yeah, positive.
0: Yeah. But...
1: Okay, good. I like that one. It's good, yeah. that. Yeah, it's good, that. And last but not least...
2: And last but not least is a first time ever in Super League that two teams from outside the UK have won a game on the same weekend of fixtures. We did have two teams from outside of England in 2011 when Catalans and Crusaders won their games. However, this is the first time outside of the UK as Toulouse and Catalans claimed their victories this weekend.
0: Mm. Very good. Expansion. Yeah.
2: Toronto (laughs) didn't
1: add anything to that party, did they? in the winning no no
2: well
1: Well, excellent that's uh, some good ones there that's good that yeah thank you I like that whole one actually
0: that's really sort of just with all the questions that we've been asking about Hull and how good are they and win one lose one and all that Mm. it turns out it's the best start for about five years (laughs) yeah yeah
2: I was I was quite surprised myself to be fair yeah well thank you for that Bobby no worries. Uh, thank you for having me on again. No worries. And we will speak to you next week. You will indeed have a great rest of the show, guys. And I will see you then. See you later. Thank you Bye. 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 Bye.
1: Bye. That was.
0: It's Bobby Stats of the Week. Huh.
1: Some interesting ones there.
0: Yeah they say the whole one was was interesting and quality not quantity Mm. yes yeah that's true Mm. except when you have some chips isn't it because yeah because then you want you want more don't well yeah but do you want loads of crap chips
1: would you rather have loads of crap chips or a few like really nice ones a medium nice ones or loads of crap ones
0: Medium, nice ones. I'd go for loads of crap ones. Would you? Yeah. Oh, you're thinking,
1: <laughs> You're <laughs> disgusted. Definitely. <laughs> I'm going to ask Brian that All right. later. We'll ask Brian that later. Okay. A medium portion of nice chips, or well, it depends what you call bad ones, You I mean like little crispy ones and like black ones and that.
0: No, I don't know if we could have loads of them. Yeah. What about like when you have them from... Like the day after, and you have to warm them up in microwave, and they're all like soggy. Soggy.
1: That's a bit different, I think, isn't it?
0: But that's crap.
1: Still have loads of them then.
0: Ugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You Pig. <laughs> um, news. There's only there's only one bit of news that we really want to touch on, isn't it, this week? And that's the the rumor that um, the NRL salary cap is going to go up to about twelve million dollars. Mm. Uh, which would be about seven million pound.
0: And what are we at, at currently?
1: Uh, two, I think. Yeah. Two point one is it
0: two? So it's like four times as much. Isn't it? I mean, as it is at the minute, it's
1: nine point six, which is five million pound, which is two and a half times Super League mm. salary cap. Obviously, the issue here is about us being able to keep our best players
0: in Super League, isn't it? Well, that's the, the million-dollar question. Well, the $12 million, 12 million dollar question. Dollar question. The $12 million question is how do we keep hold of our top talent? And, and not only our top talent, but our young emerging talent. Yeah. Does this does it? Does this see our game off? Mm, I know what you mean, particularly with the young emerging talent,
1: because they can afford them to pay them. They can take that risk. They can t- and put them in the reserve grade. Yeah. And then see if see how they go on. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, when you look at the salary cap as a whole, right, and you think has it has it worked? There's three core elements of the salary cap. One is making sure we've got a competitive league. One is so that clubs don't trade above the means; they trade within the means. And the other one is about welfare of players. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the three core elements on. Right. But when you look at it and you say, right, we've only ever had four winners of Super League, haven't we? Yeah. Only had three since Bradford's last effort in 2005. Yeah. Um, but in that time, there's been six new runners up. Yeah. But all the teams don't spend the same, which is, which is part of the problem, I think, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, if they can't spend two million, how are they going to spend four, four five, which whatever?
1: Then, which then comes back to the ownership, doesn't it, and then somebody bankrolling and things like that, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, and, and would people come in and, and bankroll it? I don't know. Are, are we there as a game yet? I'm not so sure.
1: Do you know Do you know how many um, different winners of the NRL there's been since 1998?
0: Well, been more than four.
1: Go on. 12. 12. And uh, 20 different teams, was 18, 18 different teams have made the final. Mm. There's only one team in all that time that hasn't made the final, the uh, the grand final.
0: Like the Titans? Yeah. Isn't that your team? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's because we <we're> knew. <laughs> I mean, they are newer, obviously. Yeah. But, it, it, but
1: it shows again that, you know, but the difference, what, the reason I say that is because in the NRL, um, they have this ceiling where they have to spend ninety five percent on on the salary cap on on wages for the players. Right. So they all, in effect, what that means is that they have to spend the same amount on players. Yeah. Whereas we don't. <laughs> yeah. And that's a big difference. Mm. That's a big difference. Do you think? Do you think that we should look at things like? um for example how would you put it right like would you would you pick would you do a draft system like the nfl
0: i don't understand that draft system really so i can't comment on that but i don't like the initial idea of it
1: no it's a different system in it because they come from colleges yeah so the worst team gets the pick of the best college player yeah i don't know how that would work here 'Cause then you, you you're asking somebody to invest we lots have of academies and stuff. So you're asking so. you're asking, say um, let's say you're asking uh, Leeds to develop a top class academy player mm. and then to lose, say, Oh, we'll have him.
0: Yeah, imagine them go we'll we'll have Harry Newman.
1: Yeah. I don't see how that we, works. we'll yeah. have uh
0: is it Jack Jack Sinfield. Yeah.
1: See, it works for them because of their system because 30 out of 32 of the NFL teams have made the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. and But if, if, you if you're look... coming out of college and you're not already affiliated with the team, it's yeah. different again, isn't it?
1: And when you look at it, most of the teams, those 30 out of 32 teams, have won between 40 and 60% of their games. Right. So there's a real middle ground about yeah how, how many games they've won, which is a big thing for us. Yeah. The, the big teams dominate.
0: I don't think the draft system would work for us because there's nowhere to pick these young lads from other than other teams' academies, which you just can't do.
1: Would you alter the fixtures? To what? Well, thinking you know the the loop fixtures, for example? Mm. Or there's a 14-team league where you have home and away plus a magic weekend or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you have the loop fixtures... It's it's imbalanced, isn't it, for some teams because they end up with four teams against the top teams, if that makes sense. Why not have the loop fixtures against the three teams that finish nearest you? Yeah, and another derby.
0: Hmm. Yeah, which I mean, might even it out. Then I mean, I don't more. like the loop fixtures anyway myself. No, but, but then if you're going to have them, then it see. might give
1: people chance to gate crash the top. Top four, let's say. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you if you're there and picking up points with around teams that are around you, you mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's the, the the player thing is a worry, isn't it? If that get if that goes through, it's a worry. Oh yeah,
0: we we'll never keep anybody. No, it's not been confirmed, but mm. we'll have
1: to just keep our eyes open on that one, won't we? Because it was just, um, but it's worth a discussion to think about how we can potentially keep players or or the the closest of the competition, that sort of thing, which improve trying to improve standards where people think they don't need to to move. No,
0: and I I honestly don't know what the answer is in terms of trying to keep our top talent and young talent. No. You know, do you want to come and train with us in this like mint weather Mm. for like three times what you're on now? You see, there's other things, isn't
1: there, for the kangaroos and stuff? Like, if you don't play in Australia, not they're not going to play for the kangaroos, are they? Our origin? No. Which they never have it's anyway, but not. no, but they, they tie tie them in then, don't they as well?
0: Yeah. But we'd end up becoming some sort of Papua New Guinea, Australia Masters League, or something yeah. for for all the old ones that can't get in origin or yeah. or the kangaroos. Yeah,
1: so I'm, not, I'm saying Papua New Guinea in the World Cup, but then they beat us on that last tour, didn't they? So yeah,
0: should we not? Nah, just not go there. Don't remember that tour. What yeah. tour? France. Oh yeah, France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So
1: anyway, there you go. Just just a, a bit of a, a news thing on that, really, because it's um, it's
0: a bit worrying, isn't it? It is very worrying. It's amazing how quickly all my happiness and optimism. Dropped. Five Mm. rounds in. Before the season. I was like, look at all these TV deals, look at this, look at that. And And now I'm like, oh, God. This is happening and that's, yeah, yeah, look at that. Which isn't a bad thing, because it's time for this, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. I
1: can't wait for this. It's time for callum's red corner they weren't done if you're a new listener, we haven't done this this season, have we yet?
0: We haven't done it for a while to be no. honest.
1: The red corner is basically Callum having a rant and getting angry about something. so what's on your mind <laughs>
0: uh, I can't believe this hasn't been a red corner sooner to be honest, but I think well, basically it's the the, the cards and the, ca- the the cards that are being dished out and then uh, sort of semi-tied with the the disciplinary of it. Because, and I think it was that Fanua card against Wigan that really sort of sealed it for me. He's touched the ball with his hand. He's there. How can he be late if he's touched it with his hand like you said? He can't to. be. But then he gets he gets Simbin in. It turns the game around. Wigan go... Uh, what was it? 18 points in front then, because they're a man less. He then doesn't get cited for it, and they go, "Well, that that that'll do. That's enough." He shouldn't have even been off the pitch. Not even a penalty. A scrum. Exactly. It's a scrum. Well, too much turnover now. But isn't it? then you look yeah. at the other ones we've had. They've had the Josh Charley one where he got a two-game ban for well, I don't know what kicking out, I suppose they calls, uh, called it, but it wasn't that. The Sione Matautia one, which I didn't think was anywhere near late on, on George Williams. And then the Williams one itself in the same game for being offside. You can't be Simbin for being offside. Not unless you've had the team warning, which they didn't get. No. What's that? The The, the Jermaine McGilvery one a couple of weeks ago, where he was, he was fractionally more late than the Fanua one.
1: Well, we said that was the worst one we'd ever seen. Yeah. And then we had the vanilla one.
0: You've got coaches speaking out about it. You've got players all over social media laughing their head off about it. And when players go on social media and when the the amount of players that have gone on social media and complained about it or what's that for? Or we need this. Chris Hill put something about uh, where can I get 17 of these for Saturday or whatever it was. And it was a picture of like uh, the, the tag belts. Was it? Yeah. But when players are going on and doing that, it makes us look a bit amateurish. I and mean, I'm not having a go at the players because this But has anybody actually asked the players what they want and what what they want the rules to be? Because it doesn't seem like they have. Because not this 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 amount of players going on social media and 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 having a pop at it, they obviously can't have been asked about it because it wouldn't be happening if they had. Um, who makes these rules up? Is it? Is it the RFL? Is it Super League? Is it, is it Paul Cullen and his little board?
1: I saw Ian Smith this week, and he was saying that if you think that referees can use common sense and not do it, he said, you're mistaken because their career's done then. Yeah. He said, they might not want to ref it like that, he says, but if you think any they have any other agenda, he said, you know, you're being stupid.
0: But then this all ties into, well, <clears throat> who would want to be a referee? Where are we going to find the next generation of referees? Because... Would you want to do it now? No. I wouldn't want to do it. If I knew I weren't going to make it as a player, and which is why I went into refereeing in the first place, to stay involved with the game, I wouldn't want to do that now. No. They just make it too hard for the referees, and the referees take the brunt of it. Chris Kendall has took an absolute pummeling over these last few weeks. Unfairly. Yeah, because I don't think... It, He's been given instructions about what he needs to do, card-wise, penalty-wise, everything. And they take the brunt of it. And it's not fair, but it all ties in together. And about the future of the game and who's going to officiate it and who's going to do this, and who's going to want to play it. yeah. And it all comes down. And I understand why they're doing it, because they want to protect players. But I've said all along, you get involved in rugby league, you know what you're getting into.
1: Richard Silver was also very critical of it this week on his Twitter. Account.
0: Everybody's been critical about it. I don't know one person that has been supportive about it other than Rod Studd, and I think that tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> Am I wrong?
1: I did laugh at one of the replies to Richard Silverwood's tweet when he was saying about it, though. And one of them, I just shook my head and one of them just went, one of them replied, just went, yeah, I'm not listening to you because you weren't that great a ref yourself. (laughs) What are you talking about?
0: What you would give for Richard Silverwood now, though.
1: Yeah? Yeah.
0: But nobody's going to want to officiate a game of rugby league and nobody's going to want to play it. We've had coaches coming out saying that we'd have to wear netball uniforms soon.
1: Yeah.
0: Whoever's in charge, whoever's making these rules, the RFL, whoever it is, need to sit down, they need to do this, the, the NRL-like survey with players and coaches and, and, and play the game how they want it to be played. Mm. Fans as well, get fans involved. Not administrators. No, you haven't got a clue. You haven't played a game of rugby league in the life. It's embarrassing. You
1: can't take the enjoyment away from it. And part of the enjoyment is the physicality and the big hits.
0: Yeah. You know. And we're not say when I, you know, when we say you know what you're getting into when you get into rugby league, I don't mean that you should be allowed to knock somebody's head off or dump somebody no, them, on the red or are whatever. Gone. Yeah. But when I say that, I mean the physicality of it. And you're gonna cop one or two. Yeah. That's fine. Penalty, simbin. Not a problem with that. But when you're getting tackles like the Fanua one or the Matautia one or the McGilvery one, they're, just, they're already committed to this tackle. Yeah, it's not They're not hit late. They're not hit high. Why it's a card or, or even a penalty on some of them, I will never know. No, but it is taking the enjoyment and the fun out of what we love about Rugby League. And it needs to stop. And it needs to stop now. It certainly does.
1: Yeah, it's um I like I like the red car. We need more of them. I
0: know, it's just uh <laughs> um, if you have a red car and it means it's something really wrong. I know. But yeah, we do need we do need them. We need one or two I don't wanna keep
1: putting a downer on it as well. I know. Well, we say that people go, Oh, the game's gone, the game's gone. And the game hasn't gone. Because the Saints v Wigan game on Good Friday is sold out three weeks before the match,
0: so the game hasn't gone. There's there's, there's positives. The attendance is creeping back up, All the TV deals and the figures have looked really good. Yeah, but can't go on if, if the if they continue to 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 do what they're doing, them numbers and them attendances are going to shoot right down. Yeah, because people will boycott. Yeah, and new new fans won't be interested.
1: No, I agree
3: you
0: call that a knife
4: this is a knife
3: that's not a knife that's a spoon
1: yes it's that time it's time for the two minute NRL slot
0: <coughs> do you want me to whiz through the scores are you doing it have you got the scores in front of you um, I'll let you read the scores because I just did a lot of talking then
1: so. ok alright well we'll just go through the scores quickly uh, round two um dragons 16 the panthers 20 it's a lot of close games this week by the way in the nrl mm. uh, roosters 26 Sea Eagles 12 titans 20 warriors 18 come
3: on mm. uh
1: the sharks 18 the eels 16 that was a good game because the sharks scored in the last minute to get that win cowboys 26 raiders 6 raiders a little like hull fc i think win one, lose one.
0: Mm, yeah, they're um, not looking as good, are
1: they? No. Knights 26, Tigers 4. Um, there's been a campaign this week. Don't your madge. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Don't your madge. Uh, the Dogs 10, Bulldogs 10, Broncos 16. And uh, we've got to mention this, though. The, it was a fantastic game, wasn't The Storm 15, the Rabbitohs 14.
0: Yeah, Golden Point win for the... Uh... Storm. Storm,
1: brilliant game, brilliant. Came, rabbit holes came back, didn't they? Latrell Mitchell missed two conversions, then got a fifty-yard drop goal. Yeah, and then have you seen? And then uh, was it Pappenhausen that got the uh, yeah the winning one, the winning yeah. one, which was yeah, he really good because he stepped inside and then and then banged it over. Yeah, and then Brandon Smith, who's been had his arm in a cast or whatever because he's injured, then got a, in a load of trouble on the sideline because when he banged that over, he mimicked Latrell's Mitchell cup tier and funny face.
0: Yeah, so, I really see. So there you go. Is that a lot of thing with that you know no. if you're going to give it you're going to have to take, take it. it out, yeah.
1: and then uh, round three the pick of the round this week is the uh, what they call the uh, the oldest rivalry in rugby league the Rabbitohs and the Roosters not though is it <laughs> no no but that's the pick of the round because it's their big uh, their their big derby day right um, wow. is that okay for the NRL uh,
0: yeah I think that'll do as well won't it I think so yeah you call that a knife this
3: is a knife.
0: That's not a knife. That's a spoon. Uh, right, and um, as we said earlier on in the episode, uh, we're now joined by our resident Leeds fan of Lot Seventeen A, Eddie. Eddie, how are you? Uh, Hi. How are
3: you? Both yeah. good. Yeah, yes, both good. Thank well. you. Mate.
1: Um, like I said, probably better than you at the moment.
3: I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely better than but me we when were, it comes to the Rhinos.
1: <laughs> well, we were going to talk Saints or Warrington this week with one of our one of our fans from them, those clubs, but, well, obviously the news yesterday with uh, Richard Agar has superseded
3: all that. Yeah, took the spotlight again, haven't we, yeah. the Rhinos? Yeah, uh, Gray's
1: not happy because he was going to do the Saints bit for us this week, uh, and he said, oh, he said... Focusing on the bottom of the league again, I see. So he was. <laughs> he <wasn't happy. laughs> but, but, well, listen. When you when you came on a couple of, a couple of and only a couple of weeks ago, when you came on, yeah, yeah, we asked you the question: Agar in or Agar out? And you said Agar out. Correct. And now it's happened. What's your What's your view overall of the job you've done over the last three years?
3: Well, if you. If someone were to say what what have you made of Richard Agar's time at the Rhinos, is it a success, or was it a success, sorry, or was it a failure, you'd have to say, I think, a success, simply because in the time that he was there, I mean, he inherited a complete rotten, sinking ship. It was, done. It was on the seabed, and after Dave Ferner, we were a mess. And for him to come in, if you'd asked a Rhino fan at that time you know, would we win anything in the next phew, five, six years? I'd I, I bet a pound to a pen that every Rijnald fan would say no. There's, there's big issues here. So the fact he got a Challenge Cup, would you'd have to say it's a success. you just have to, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it seemed like he was on... Uh... Borrowed time for the last couple of weeks after his, his strange <sighs> yeah. press conference when he was talking about at his stage in his life he's not gonna flog a dead horse. What did you make of that?
3: I think he'd lost them by then, many lads. I mm. think they'd gone. Yeah. I think I think he'd lost the players by then. Um, I think his time were up. I think he knew that. To be honest, and I mean he's resigned, has not he? So he's obviously he obviously steps down. So he knows that something's wrong, rather than. Yeah. Whether he were going to get pushed, I think he will. I think it had become a bit of an untenable position for him. But yeah. it, I mean, that interview, it, the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? And for him to say it, he's it, always been an honest bloke. Mm. And the fact he's come out and said that, everyone, I mean, even prior to that, people were saying this guy's got to go. But then when he said that, I mean, you just have to look on Twitter, everyone's just like, just put him out of his misery. Just, he's clearly lost the players. And, and to be fair, you know, it, it's easy to say to the, the managers do get the brunt of losses and mm. teams' forms. Yeah, but the, these these Leeds players have got a hell of a lot to answer for. To be honest, well, the way they've been playing, it's just been diabolical.
0: Well, speaking of the Leeds players, I don't know if you caught the Super League show, but Jordan Abdul was on it last night, and he he was. Right. Saying, we were saying earlier. He said um, that he thought part of the problem was that. Um, especially in the halves with with Austin and Caesar, they were both vying to be the the main man and that's why they weren't clicking together have you felt like that at all this season?
3: A bit a bit yeah I mean they're not working at all which is just so incredibly surprising given that you know the time they had in the NRL and the, the Raiders together and then when we signed him, we were doing interviews together, kind of saying, "Yeah, we're a great combo. We we we're pretty much best mates." And on a personal level, and on the field, we know exactly how each other ticks, and the moves, and the plays. We, we haven't seen any of that lead yet, no. at all. No. At all. I mean, I mentioned on on, on my podcast that I felt that Cruz Leaming. I think I mentioned it on yours as well. Kind of um we're kind of standing on Caesar's toes a little, but. Yeah. 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 And yeah. even then, you know, Blake Hosting got completely hooked by Agar at Salford. Agar yeah. just said, no, I've had enough of this. You're coming off and put Dwyer on and put Leaming back in the halves. So, as I, as I mentioned, these players, you know, Agar's took the brunt of it and clearly his, his head has rolled because of this. But we've got a massive game coming up now and these players, they must all of them, they must start showing us exactly what they can do because they've just been so out of form and inconsistent. All of them, from the whole, the lot of them, not one of them has really stood out. Mm.
0: Well, you mentioned the Challenge Cup there this week. How important is this game now? Is this a chance to, to really turn things around?
3: Well, it is really, isn't it? It's one of those games where leading into it, both... You know there were a lot of speculation and rumours on, on online about Agar versus Radford, and you know calling it a bit of a winner takes all and the losers head'll roll type thing. Mm-hmm. So that that in itself kind of tells you just how important it is, and it's one of those where I know we've got JJ being in interim charge now, but it's like you just said there, Callum, It's it's if you win. But for both sides, really, Castleford and Leeds, it's a real point uh, where you can turn your season around. You know, local derby. And we've been they've, they've been our rivals since since Bradford kind of went bust, and mm. uh, but then if you win that, you could kind of say, right, we're still in the cup. Yeah, we've got that going for us, and it could be a turning point you know, that new manager bounce. But then if you lose, the the doom and gloom's even worse isn't it because you're like. We're out yeah. of the cup, so that's gone. Yeah, mm. we've no, we've no head coach, so it's almost as if the pressure on Gary Irvington and the Leeds board and the Leeds players would be would intensify so greatly should we lose on Saturday. Okay. But then if we win, get a bit of leeway, you know, people think right, we're still in the cup at least, and there's perhaps a bit of breathing space. But it's a massive game, make no mistake.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I read this week that JJB was saying that the staff and the infrastructure that they've got at Headingley is, is world class. Yeah, I yeah. really that's what he says. Yeah, and was,
3: and, then, and then and then Richard Agar's been saying for, for months, maybe years, that they're the, the great in training. Yeah, they do everything great. In, but it, you know, it, it's and we've got all these world class facilities and everything's world class. But you watch us play, and I'm sure you two haven't. Is there anything yeah. world class there? Um no. Not on the not field. Yeah. No, no. Which is which only, is
1: where it. Which is where it counts for everybody, because the, the the first team Absolutely. has to be the focus yeah. of everything, doesn't it? You know,
3: but yeah, you'd much rather the, you'd much rather have a, a winning side or a side playing well playing attractive rugby, mm. and then they say well facilities are rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could flip it on its head. You'd much rather that, wouldn't yeah, you? Definitely. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm I want to come on to like what next, if you like, Eddie? So. And what I'm mm. going to do, there's been a lot of names thrown about this week. So yeah, it seems to be two or three
3: every day, yeah. It does. And I,
1: I'm going to pick some out and I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw some names out, you and I, yeah. And I, I want you just to say whether it's a yes or a no, whether you'd be interested in that and why. Okay. Right, so go ahead. Was, And I've got two questions on the first one. The first one is Sean Long and the other question is, is should he go as well?
3: I think he should go as well. Okay. So that's a no. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a, a no. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a note. Simply because I think if we were to go down that route do you mean like as in Sean Long to step up as yeah, head to the coach? head
1: coach, yeah.
3: If if we were to go down that route, I would much prefer us to try and get Danny Maguire from OKR, okay. if that was the case. Okay.
1: He's on my list. So we'll go with it. We'll go with that one next then. Danny Maguire. Is that an, is that a yes?
3: Well, I love Danny Maguire. Okay. I think he's like the best person that's ever existed on the planet, <laughs> ever.
2: Um,
3: it's a proper if My wife that, are listening it? to this. Mm. Then, Yeah, I've just, I just honestly, anyone that knows me just knows I think the world of him. So I would like him back, even if it was to be an assistant with like a view. For instance, say we got Danny Maguire back as an assistant with another head coach and kind of said, right, Danny's going to, kind of do his apprenticeship with this person yeah. with a view to him becoming the head coach in three, four years' time. Something okay. like that would be ideal, I think. Okay. Um, Ryan Carr's
1: another name that's been noted about. Yeah. He was at um, Middleton, wasn't he? And then he's gone to, back to the NRL as an
3: assistant. Yeah, and there's a link there because he was he did a bit with Agar mm. um, as Agar's assistant, but not for me. No, okay. not for me.
1: All right. Uh, James Webster? No. Okay, <laughs> I
3: like it. No, that's just, yeah, just, yeah.
1: Do you need to think about it, Eddie? No, it's just all right. No, no, okay. no sorry. <laughs> um, Tony Smith.
3: <sighs> now, to me, to me, I mean, that's been rounded about quite a lot, on a couple of later on, I've said it on my podcast. But I think that's looked at through a bit of nostalgic eyes, to be honest. Okay. So, okay. for me, no, not for yeah. me, no. Danny Ward? It's a tricky because he did did do some good stuff with London, mm. although that was a bit of a while ago now. Um,
1: he's just gone to the Union, hasn't he? Yeah, Yeah, yeah he and he's
3: so. just got a job down there. Yeah. So, no, not for me,
1: no. Okay. And Sean Wayne?
3: Oh, blimey. See, I did, as much as I dislike Wigan and... Sean Wayne for that matter I do I did really and I do enjoy and did like what he did with Wigan in terms of their youngsters
1: He did have a spell, at, a big, he did have a spell at
3: Leeds as a player though didn't he? Yeah I think he had two or three years yeah. with us Yeah, um, and I, I really like what he does with the youngsters kind of blood in them and we've got a lot of, of a similar talent at Leeds Yeah, mm. so but I, su- I suppose that would be one for, like, next year, wouldn't it? Off the back of the World Cup, the back, and yeah, if he has right. a good World Cup. Would it be? It's one of those with Wayne, like, if, I know this sounds daft, but if he was appointed, I'd think, yeah. And if he wasn't, I'd think, yeah. Mm, yeah <laughs> it's no, like such a middle road, you know. So I'm not against it, but I'm not exactly for it, either, if that makes sense.
1: Well, have I missed anybody there, Eddie, that you're bursting to get out? <laughs> or not get in? Really? yeah.
3: No, I think you've mentioned anyone. I, I think for me, a 100% would be kind of going down the Saints route. And I know, like, because they've just had two NRL assistants so we have yeah. just come over here and, you know, took the league by storm and yeah. doing everything. So everyone's kind of looking, all eyes are on Saints at the moment. I know, like, one of them did it with, what was, what was his name, Steve Price. Yeah. Mm. And that kind of fell on flight. But I, I'd like to go down that route and... Someone like Stephen Kearney, who's mm. I think is at Melbourne. Yeah, a bit of pedigree, done the job, head coach job. Some t- um, I think his assistant at Storm now. Mm. Someone like that of that ilk for me to kind of come over and that—that mm. that would be. That's what I'd go for. So I'd like to see the only with Danny McGuire as assistant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only other one that I'd <laughs> mentioned, that I'd heard mentioned, uh, was uh, Justin Morgan. That was at OKR. Yes. Oh,
3: yes. Yeah. Yes. There, yeah. Someone like that, mm. definitely. I believe he's a. is he a Parramatta? I think he's,
1: he's at assistant Doing something there.
3: there. Yeah. yeah, someone like that. But he did yeah, well a hooker, being, didn't he?
1: Yeah. He
3: did, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, he's been over here and kind of done a bit. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd take him 100%, definitely. Okay. Well, That's a nice name. Mm. Yeah. All
1: right, well, finally, Eddie, what, what do you want to see happen then?
3: What did I say last time I came on? Like, we'd win Challenge Cup.
1: Yeah, we still got that though. That's okay. We've still got that.
3: Um, what do I want to see happen for the season or for...
1: Just in now. Terms of the coach? Yeah, just in terms of the coach, really.
3: Um, I, th- I do think we should bide us time. I know a lot of Leeds fans have been saying like, we've pretty much been waiting for someone to come along, even with Agar, because they kind of said back in the last year, we're still looking for the coach. But I'd just like us to bide us time and get it right. Yeah, I think whoever they appoint next has to be right because we've kind of been limping along since Brian McDermott, to be honest. Yeah. So if they just get it right and give them time and there's a pathway, like I mentioned, I'd like to see some promotion from within in, in the sense that we get the head coach, whoever that may be, and then the assistant, whoever that may be as well. Mm-hmm. I'd like us to kind of say, look, it's going to be for two, three years, etc., cetera. Yeah. And then person B... Is going to have that pathway to jump in should they fail or move on. I'd like something like that. Yeah.
1: All right. Brilliant. Eddie, fantastic to talk to you as always. Um, no, great to, to be on. No, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and we'll watch this space and no doubt, well, no doubt you'll be on again. We like, we said before, we like Sky Sports. We only like feature leads at the minute, don't we? So <laughs> yeah. <we're all> right. <laughs> Sky
3: Sports leads. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> so listen, thank you so much for coming on and, uh, and giving us your thoughts on it. And, uh, well, we'll watch this space, shall we?
3: Yeah, brilliant. And you too, as always. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Thank Eddie. Appreciate much. it. And you. Right, take care.
1: All and right, you. thanks, Eddie. See, See you, mate. Mate.
3: Bye-bye. Bye.
0: And uh, thanks again to Eddie, who you can follow on Twitter at uh, Lot178, and also you can catch his Leeds Rhinos podcast, The Lot Pod. Which is splendid. It is very splendid indeed. So good to talk to Eddie. Um, and hopefully... Uh, we'll be able to talk to him about some more cheerful things <laughs> uh, in the future i think that's all he wants isn't it i think that is all he wants <laughs> um, so uh but right uh last segment of the show but not least yeah is the the last segment of the show and we are here
1: please forward podcast prediction league with six again.
0: That's right. It's prediction league time, and on the phone we have Bry from Six Again. Bry, how are you, mate?
4: Hi, boys. How are the things. Hi, Bry. Hello.
1: Yes. Um, yes. Uh, we're going for we have well we have no predictions this week, do we? Because it's the Challenge Cup. That's no, right. we don't. We're going to go through those each game briefly, uh, but um, we're going to start off. I think, Bry, you're going to give us an update on the uh, the uh, ever popular prediction league, aren't you?
4: Yeah, if
0: I have to.
4: Yeah. Um, but we had another, another spot on, and for the second week running, it was yourself, Andy. Oh.
0: No, I'm not pressing that applause button. Don't press at the applause button. I'm not pressing I don't it. know which one it is.
1: I'll <laughs> probably get the trombone if I try and press it. <laughs> You're not going to press the applause button?
0: Okay. <sighs> I'll be honest, I didn't enjoy that.
1: No, I, I did. I'm milking it. <laughs> Was that on the whole game that Brian got? I think
4: it was the yeah. last game of the week. It was yeah. on the whole game, oh, and right. other than other than yourself, uh, there was a couple. Of the, uh, there was a few average weeks, and there was a few, a few very, very poor weeks, including myself.
0: Yeah, which it was, was nice a, a uh, tricky round, didn't it? It did with Let- with Saints, Warrington, uh, Leeds. and Leeds
1: losing or losing. Talk mm-hmm. to us about uh, Ross Fiddes from the insiders team. The-
4: Ross, with the insiders, got the least points we've had so far in a week. We're just five points. Oh, Ross, does he does he realise
1: what? Does he realise how he's let how he's let Team Roberts down? <laughs> <laughs> Keith Mason's going to come and punch him.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, do you want to give us a, a rundown of the league table then, Brian?
4: Yeah, At top is still the insiders um, by now only a gap of nine points, even because they only got five points this week. Uh, second, Andy, you're still second. Callum, you're still joint second. E. <laughs> you both got 16 points and closed captain, I say, nine points to the insiders. Okay. And then fourth is myself. The stats team are fifth, and Lancashire are sixth. We all got seven points each, Ooh. which is very poor. And last is still Yorkshire, but they've closed the gap thanks to uh, Joseph. Yeah, oh sorry, big, no, Joseph got a, Joseph. Um, I apologise. Joseph got a spot on. He got the first spot on the week. Oh, did he?
1: Excellent. Yes, well, I
4: forgot. I forgot to mention it.
1: Massive comeback on the cards from Yorkshire. Uh, so
4: yeah, they got sixteen points as well. So they've closed the gap, but they're still. A fourteen-point gap to the Lancashire team. Okay,
1: what's the difference Four. then, Bri, between Callum in third
4: <laughs> and, and myself, and yourself in fourth? Yeah, fifteen points. Okay, there's there's a big enough there's a there's a bigger as big a gap between myself and Callum fourth and third as there is between Botman sixth.
1: Oh, wow. all to play for. We only had six rounds, have not we? Yeah, long season, isn't it? It's is. not as a marathon, not a sprint. You've still time to. Yeah,
4: that's that's cool. what Callum said last week. Yeah, it's what
1: Richard Hagar yeah. said
4: as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, all right, smashing. Is Callum
4: then moved upstairs? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, well, um, we're going to just go through with eight, eight Challenge Cup ties, just to finish off very briefly, before we say night-night. Night-night, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs>
4: He's doing Jack and Rory. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> right. Uh Callum, you can go first. Can
0: I get over that? Sorry, go on. What? Oh, uh, go on. Carry on. Crack on. That just that just proper tickle me. Sorry.
1: Right. Um
0: Wigan v Salford. I'll let you go first. All Super League tie. This could be a very interesting game. Um I think, to be honest, I think it all comes down to how well Salford defend and contain Jai Field, really. And mm. um, you know, if he gets into a broken field, he's gone in. He, yeah. Um, but like I've said for the last couple of weeks, Salford attack is so enjoyable to watch. Really enjoy it. So we know they can score points and get over the line. Um, I think it just comes down to how well they defend. Yeah, for me.
1: Okay, um, Sheffield v Hull. I'll take that one. Um, it'd be interesting. I think that. I think Hull have had a a, a good couple of results, haven't they? Mm. Um, it won't be it. Won't be an easy game for them. I don't think. I don't think they'll run, they'll run up sixty or seventy points. No, I don't. You'd expect them to win, but they'll no doubt they'll give it everything. And I think I think Hull probably win by about probably about twenty. I think. Uh Bri, similar situation I think, probably at Whitehaven versus St Helens.
4: The Carlay More Derby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it will be, yeah, it will be very similar. Um obviously it all depends on what if Saints put out a similar team to last week or drop a few more, play a few more kids. But I think the occasion, I think the first half now might be a little bit closer than people expected. Yeah, just from adrenaline alone for for Whitehaven. Yeah. And I said last week they've they, they, were, they were, they've been in decent form. I know they got a good beating at the weekend at home to Sheffield, but yeah, yeah again, could you could put that down to eyes on the cup game? Yeah,
1: and it'll be it'll be a big crowd packed in close to the pitch. Yeah,
4: live on the sportsman, so yeah. anyone can watch it on YouTube. Should get good figures for those who haven't gone as well. Yeah. Good prices as well, I think, from both White and St Helens.
1: Yeah. I think it's about 15 quid, I think, something like that. I, think.
4: It? I think it's 15 quid travel as well for yeah. Saints fans. Good,
0: yeah, yeah, really yeah.
4: good. Really good. Um, so I, I, I expect Saints by about 20, 30, but I think it'll be tighter originally.
0: Okay. Um, Callum, Hulk, KR and Lee? Lee, go in. Quite strongly in the Championship. Had a good win last night against Halifax, didn't they? Good test for them to see where they're up to, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely. And it, it wouldn't surprise me if they won. I don't think they will, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Just because, like you say, just to sort of prove that they do sort of belong in amongst them, them the big boys. Um, and, and again, it all... <sighs> It all comes down to what sort of side all put out and I'm not quite sure what injuries they're the, the carrying but I would imagine against Lee they put out a pretty decent side so I'm expecting an all-KR win but I think it'll be quite close. Yeah. I think it'll be a tight game.
1: Okay. And um, uh, Catalan versus Featherstone. Do you know what? I was, and I said to you when the draw was made I'm really disappointed this wasn't drawn the other way around.
0: Yeah, I've heard a few people say that. Have you? Mm. I mean, I think if Featherstone had been at home, I think they might have had a real shout. Mm, I think I was listening to the uh, Five Live Rugby League podcast, and Dave Woods sort of said what we were saying about if that, along with the other fixtures, yeah. If that was the other way around, he's obviously been listening to me, you, and Brad. Absolutely, but, yeah. You know, and
1: why wouldn't he? Well, exactly, why yeah. wouldn't he? Um, but I think if they'd have had that at, at, uh, at Featherstone, I think uh, you know, I don't think Mitchell Pearce would have fancied <laughs> going to the to post office his role. Would he? No. No, you know. but
0: I think. Do you think
4: Josh Reynolds will be he's back because Sheffield Hall's to play the Post Office road?
0: Mm. Yeah, good point. Good no. point. I don't think he fancies it at uh, the Totally Wicked or something. No, so. I don't. So yeah, you're probably <laughs> right.
1: Uh, so I think Catalans will probably ease
0: to victory on this
1: one, probably thirty points or so. But I think it, I think it was, if it had been at Featherstone, I think it would have been an entirely different story. Yeah. Um, Bri, uh Leeds versus Cass.
4: Oh. Interesting, isn't it? It's got very interesting this week. Yeah. And um it's hard to call. I think it's gonna be really tight. I think there's gonna be a few players who, who want to prove themselves. There'll be a few players who I don't want to say have been released, but you can see there's a type of way that Agar plays. Yeah. Or played. So I think I think that might come into it. it might be a bit more free flowing from Leeds. I mean, you just don't know with cash at the minute, do you?
3: Yeah.
4: You play one good 20 minutes, one bad 20 minutes, and, it, and Jake Truman turns up for half a game and then disappears again.
1: If we were doing a prediction on this, this is one of them where I'd probably predict Leeds, but I have no idea why again. Yeah,
4: again, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. It's one of them where i get Freddie from my five-year-old to pick. It, it is.
1: So <laughs> what, are, what are you picking, or what is Freddie picking then?
4: I haven't asked him yet. <laughs> <you mean? laughs> now, I'd, I'd say Leeds by about... Twelve, I think. Okay. Mm. All right,
1: uh, Callum, do you want to take uh, Warrington and Wakefield?
0: Yeah, uh, repeat of of last week's game. Mm. Um, Will it be the same score? Well, you just, I just can't see it being any other way at the minute, just f- because of how bad Warrington have been. So you tipping a Wakefield win? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I am. You heard it here first. Yeah. Just because I like Matt from down at Bellevue. Yeah. I like him, so. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Well, you heard it here first. I'm in shock at that one, really, but I like your like you thinking. Yeah.
0: Good. And
1: finally, Bry, uh, Barrow versus Huddersfield. But before we do, Callum, I think you've some news, haven't you?
0: Well, um, breaking, well breaking news to us, anyway, yeah. as, as Bry told us. While before. we've been podding. Yeah, while we were on a break and uh, sorting out with Bry, told us that Will Price has uh, received a, a 10 game ban for mm. his um suplex tackle, yeah, um, I don't think there's any other way to put it really, but you know we were as we said early on, it wouldn't surprise us if he got twelve, um mm. and we said he'd get at least eight so they have met us in the middle and give him and ten, ten, so
1: yeah, yeah, and that's just come out while I said, while we've been podding Podding, do you think that's what people in Cheshire have after the meal, <laughs> Podding, potting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, sorry, right, Bri, Barrow versus Huddersfield to finishes off
4: again. I think this might be close. Barrow are on fire, aren't they? Yeah. Um, with Ritson, Maloudi, Samit, the the they've the, been the playing really really good stuff. Yeah. Mm. I, I know they got a draw at the weekend. It uh, faded at the end, but yeah, I think I think this could be really close. And I said last week, if Barrow, Barrow Huddersfield, if it starts raining there, it's an it, it, it levels the game up straight away. Yeah. That, that, that can be a bog of a pitch so I think what this field is sneaky and I really mean sneaky but I think this, other than Lee Hulk kr I think this is the game where well, there could be a surprise mm.
1: Mm. okay that's, um, let's hope so it's Good. The, the more championship teams we can get further in the cup the better I think
0: yeah absolutely yeah. Um, that's all about the magic of the cup
1: absolutely
0: so I think that just about wraps us up doesn't it
1: it certainly does um, um, I and mean, Brian can have a rest from the prediction league this week from doing it yes so, a well-earned rest. Uh, and Only gives...
0: just.
1: I, I I actually said to Bry, though, I'm like the, uh, you know, a lot of football teams has been winning and they don't want the international break because they've been doing well. Yeah. I'm a yeah, bit yeah. like that with the Prediction yeah. League,
0: you know. Yeah. Fair enough. So, there
1: you go. Fair
0: enough. But I think that wraps us up. It right. certainly
1: does. Thank you so much for your contribution. Not a problem, boys. Anytime. All right. And I think at the end, I think it's just enjoying your rugby league, especially if you're going to one of the Challenge Cup games, Callum.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um so, and especially those, those teams travelling away to some lower league teams. Enjoy yep. it because who, who knows when, when that experience will uh, come round again. Absolutely. So, um, I think that just about wraps us up. Thank you for listening. Um, and obviously wherever you are going watching your rugby league, stay safe and enjoy. It's nine night from me. And it's nine night from me. <laughs> and it's
4: nine night from me. <laughs>